What's happening? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. A lot of people ready to talk to us this morning. Jason is on the phone from Alabama. Jason, what's going on, buddy? Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. I understand that I married an amazing woman, all right? My wife is next to none. But I have learned in my life and in my 12 years of marriage that whenever it comes to gifts on Valentine's Day, I don't get her anything. And the reason I don't get her anything is because if I'm only getting her something on Valentine's Day to show her how much I love her on February 14th only, I'm not a great husband. I get her stuff all throughout the year just to let her know how much I love her, let her know that she's adored every day, 365, 24-7. I mean, that sounds great in theory, but I get Caitlin stuff too, but I also use Valentine's Day as a day to go, hey, this day is just an acknowledgement, like a pure acknowledgement of not every day, but let me do something I don't normally do. So right, right. So that's my question. Like, he literally does nothing? You do nothing? I, well, he, he loves her <laughs> awful hard the other 364 days. I don't do nothing. Oh. Um, her growing up, her mother's birthday is Valentine's Day. Oh. So she grew up with that being her mother's birthday. Um, and, I, of course, I don't, I don't want to be the guy, the one guy on the planet that doesn't do something special for his wife on Valentine's Day. So I do something just because I don't want to be that guy. But, again, I, I guess my point is that I've learned if that's the only day that I'm doing something special for her, on a day where everybody else is too, then it's not really that special, I guess. That's that. That's just how we look at it. Well, here's what I learned. I'm going to do something special throughout the year, and I'm also going to do something special yeah. on Valentine's yeah, Day yeah, 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 because yeah. everybody else is, and I don't want her to be the one person who's not getting that, you know? For years, though, like even when you were just single and not, you all would, would always throw out to guys like, hey, hit her with the flowers at work. Like, on the 13th. Uh, yeah, the day before mm-hmm. and really surprise her. Yeah, because that'll get her. Because she's probably expecting something on the 14th. Mm-hmm. But you can't not do it just because everybody else says. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> if everybody else is getting something and she doesn't. Um, I, I understand your point, Jason. I appreciate you calling. And listen, we all aspire to uh, be as giving the other 364 days. Man, I got a yeah, lot man, of work that to guy do. That guy does it every day. <laughs> every day. All right, Jason, have a good day, bud. Y'all too. All right, see you later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christina in Texas is on the phone. Christina, what's going on? I wanted to reach out to y'all and tell y'all a funny story from my son filming as an extra in 1883. Ooh, okay. Hey, where did he shoot that? What what state was he in? It was in Guthrie, Texas at the Four Sixes Ranch. Oh, they shot it there at the Four Sixes Ranch? Yes, they did. Okay, that's pretty cool. All right, go ahead. So, you know, I started watching Yellowstone in 1883 from watching y'all or listening to y'all show and um, so there were about three or four boys that, you know, hung out the whole time and they didn't really know who Tim McGraw or Faith Hill really were. So us as moms, you know, the moms had to go as guardians and keep an eye on them. And so we kept pointing them out like, okay, there's Tim McGraw, there's Faith Hill, like, make sure you're cool. Don't, don't do anything that you're not supposed to. And by the end of the week, they were all so excited that they got, you know, to spend a week with them and they just felt like, oh, that's cool. That's Tim McGraw, that's Faith Hill. And so we all started leaving after we wrapped that night at the end of the week and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill start walking off um, the set and they're holding hands and one of the boys looks at my son and he goes, he puts his hand over his mouth and his eyes are real big and he goes, oh my gosh, are they dating in real life? <laughs> <laughs> the kids then, think that they're having a secret affair on set. <laughs> like, dang, all the actors do hook up with each other. <laughs> Yes. So then they were just like, you know, they all thought they had this huge secret and you would have, you would have thought they were going to 
tell this story to TMZ or something. <laughs> it was really funny. That's funny. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And pretty cool they still hold hands mm-hmm. when there's, you know, not a camera doing an interview. Yeah, that is. Just cool. walking. Yeah. Well, thank you, Christina. Thank you for the story and hope you have an awesome morning. Y'all too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, let's do one more. This is Chloe in Oklahoma City who's on the phone. So I wanted to just say real quickly that last week um, – Bobby, that you were saying that you didn't really have role models for parents, and I wanted to say you did have role modeling. It just wasn't the pretty perfect role modeling. It was just what not to do. Well, I didn't really have a dad. I mean, so... So you know not to do that. So I know not to (laughs) have... Not to (laughs) Listen, I understand your point, meaning I just do the opposite of everything I was shown, but... um, But I don't... I I didn't have two parents that were just doing bad things. I kind of had a dad who wasn't there, and a mom who was there sporadically. So, I mean, I guess just be there yeah. would be what I'd... But I understand your point. I I don't completely vibe with it, but I, I get what you're saying. And people were like, well, you learned what not to do, so just do everything the opposite. It feels like George Costanza on Seinfeld, where he went against everything that he thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just ran the... So, I, listen, I get it, and I appreciate that call. And, okay, okay. That doesn't settle me for my nervousness at eventually being a parent, but I do understand your sentiment. Well, I also wanted to say, I personally, with my life experience, it was H-E double hockey sticks. What I learned from being a parent is you learn along the way. There's no book on it. <laughs> there's a, Actually, there's a there's lot, a of, lot, lot books. of books. Yeah, there's a lot of books. I've seen them for sale. <laughs> like a ton of books. Yeah, there's a lot of books. On- <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're a tool. But she's right. You will learn as you go. Like, I, I, I can test that. I'm sure every parent in this room would say, like, they're a very different type of parent from day one to now. Well, I believe that, and follow me on this, life's a dance you learn as you go. Yeah. Sometimes you lead and sometimes you follow. The thing is, don't worry about what you don't know. Why? Well, I told you, life's a dance you learn as you go. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's good, man. Thank you, Chloe. (laughs) Uh, Let's end on a positive little note here. This is voicemail number one that we got late last night. Here you go. Good morning, guys. I just wanted to say, freaking love the show. Continue doing what you guys are doing. I love the morning cornies. They're super duper funny. I got a good one. Why didn't the toilet paper cross the road? Because he was stuck in a crack. All right, guys. Have a good day. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Earlier this month, my wife and I went to a new restaurant. Our waiter and the food, both fantastic. I tipped my waiter what I thought was 20 bucks. Fast forward to last week when my credit card bill was due. I saw I had accidentally tipped $200 instead of $20. I was frantic and began searching for the receipt. I was able to find it in my jacket pocket, and sure enough, there it was. I accidentally tipped $200 instead of $20. Maybe the beers I had during dinner made me <laughs> add an extra zero, but anyway, it's been a couple weeks. Am I out the 200 bucks? Do you think I should call and explain what happened and try to have them correct my tip from 200 to 20? Or if I do, do you think the server will lose out on the tip? Thanks, William. Boy, that's drastic. Well, yeah, the server will lose out on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, this is what I would say. If the mess up is keeping you from paying a bill, you can probably call the restaurant and have them hopefully help you fix it. If you're fine and that was just money that you were going to spend on playing golf... Starbucks, 
things that are not a necessity, I think you just eat it. I think if you would have caught it a day after, you could have called back no problem. But this waiter has probably already spent the money. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, you you just have to learn from this. Next time you have a few beers, you'll be a little more careful. (laughs) If this is imperative to your day-to-day life, paying the bills, keeping the lights on, you got to make a call to the restaurant. If it is not, you learned a valuable lesson, a $180 lesson. But it's up to you. If you're asking the question, I'm thinking that... He wants it back. I'm thinking that it's not that he must have it back oh. to pay the bills or oh. feed the kids. What yeah. does the restaurant do here? Do you think they'll give it back if he know. asks? I think it depends on the management in the restaurant. I think probably they give it back, but I think who gives it back is where maybe the restaurant just goes, here, we're going to pay this, and they don't go back to the waiter. That's a possibility, but it's not a probability. Yeah. I mean, there has to be a lot of bars and restaurants that have dealt with this, and maybe not even $200. We could be talking like thousands of people just drinking too much and being like, what up? And then the next day, they're like, oh, my goodness. And if it were the next day, I would say just go get your money back because it's understandable, and the person hasn't spent the money yet. Mm -hmm. So this is my final verdict here. If you can lose the money and not be subject to a creditor calling going, hey, why didn't you pay this bill? Then just lose, you lost the money. Um, if you can't, call, and they'll figure it out. But that's what I say. Poor waiter, if you got a call back. Oh, I know. Thought he, he thought he that waiter is pro- this probably a tell me something good somewhere where someone's like, like wow, a nice <laughs> man left $180 extra tip. William, I think you just lost the money, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And if you have to ask, you probably have to leave him the money. Mm. All right, William. Thanks for the email, buddy. There you go. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Months and months ago, Lunchbox declared that he's one of the top 25 most famous people in country music. And you stand by it. Absolutely. Still am to this day. And Walker Hayes was in studio and he's had his star grow. By the way, he's passed you an Instagram followers too. That's fine. I looked. That's fine. Because you were talking about how he's not fam- as famous as you are. He's not. I mean, a one-hit wonder, great. I mean, he has songs. He has, but he has multiple hits. He's got one massive pop hit and then another country song that was top five. Okay. So we've asked you to bring in the top 25 famous people in country music. Yeah. Let's start at number one. I want to know who you think is the most oh, famous okay. person in country music. That's easy. Garth Brooks. Okay. So classic. Got it. Garth yeah. Brooks. Go ahead. Uh, number two, Carrie Underwood. Anywhere oh. she goes... People are going to swarm. So I guess I'm confused. Is this only current fame? Like Dolly? Uh, Dolly's on there, but she's not number two. Okay. I'm not going to question your list. Okay. (laughs) Garth Carey. Go ahead. Sam Hunt. Interesting. Superstar. More than Luke Combs? More than Luke Bryan? I mean, Luke Combs, if he walked in, like, if Luke Combs walked into Home Depot, they would think, oh, he's just here to buy lumber for his next job. They would not think, oh, my gosh. Wow. I would disagree with that. I mean, yeah. Luke Combs can't go anywhere. Put okay. Sam Hunt in a flannel. He might look like he's doing some work. Sam Hunt at three. Who's four? Thomas Rhett. Okay, five. Uh, Blake Shelton. All right, there's your top five according to Lunchbox. <laughs> it's his list, man. It this is how his mind list. works. It is his list. Blake Shelton has so much notoriety like across all genres that's because why, of the voice. Exactly. But that's why put, he's there. Okay. But you put Sam Hunt over Blake Shelton? <laughs> and, and wait, did he do Thomas Rhett too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, number. Where, are you in the top ten? <laughs> no, I'm not in the top ten. Okay, all right. Number six. Tell me crazy bones. Come on. Keith Urban. Got it. Seven. Uh, Miranda Lambert. Eight. Reba. Yeah. 
Nine. I mean, and then Dolly Parton. It's interesting that Dolly I mean, she's so is famous. below Sam. Very she's bizarre. so famous. Yeah. It's interesting Dolly Parton is below yeah. Sam. Like, Hunt. she can't go anywhere. I bet she can go places. Like, okay. maybe, <laughs> she's, I mean, in her maybe she's number one. Yeah. Like, that's but alive. I don't know if it's because Nashville, too, people leave them alone. But, like, I've seen Carrie Underwood at the mall. Like, and she was shopping alone. Like, nobody was bothering her. You didn't bother her? I, we said oh, hi. Because we were in the same store. You would have bothered her. Absolutely. Bothered her or said hello? Both. What number are you on? Uh, who did I just say? Dolly. Okay, I'm on number 10. At number 10, <laughs> Maren Morris. Okay. I mean, she's on all genres, right? She is huge. Yeah. Mega star. Not arguing with you. Number 10. Number, Thank you. Number, okay, let's get into the number 11. Luke Bryan. I would have put Luke in the a little higher than that. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Jason Aldean. Okay. Chris Stapleton. 13 is Chris Stapleton? Yes. 14? Eric Church. 15? Kelsey Ballerini. 16? Luke Combs. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Luke what? Combs is at 16? Yeah. Okay. And all these are megastars, or they wouldn't be on the list, but I would think Luke Combs would be far up the list. And you think Kelsey? I just think looks-wise, Kelsey stands out. Oh, yes. Okay. Like Luke Combs just looks like a normal dude. And Kelsey, when you see her walk in somewhere, you're like, okay, that's someone famous. Luke Combs, like, he doesn't look like a model that's on TV. We, you know? we understand you don't think Luke Combs is good looking. You said that like eight times. No, I'm just saying, like, oh, you model. guys are asking. But Luke Combs sells out football stadiums. I understand that, but he what could. When, what about when you walk into a room? Like, but Luke Combs. Uh, but Lunchbox, he's like one of the most top 25 famous people, but yeah. If you, you just walk into a room and no one knows that you're coming into the room, do yeah. you feel like people are looking at me? I, I feel like eyeballs immediately look at me. What number are we on? We are on number 17. Okay, so Luke Combs is 16. Yeah. Go ahead, 17. Morgan Wallen. Okay. Okay. Number 18. Kenny Chesney. How's <laughs> Kenny Chesney? How's Kenny Chesney? He should have been up higher. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, eight, okay, go ahead. He, he, people forget about him because he's not around town. I don't okay. think... Okay. 19. Caden Brown. 20. Dirks Bentley. Okay, we, we finished our top 20. You're, you're not on the list yet. No. Who is lacking from the top 20 that you would have put in the yeah, top who, 20? Yeah, who's missing? I think. Tim McGraw. Oh, Tim McGraw, of course. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. <laughs> Tim McGraw especially. Yeah. yeah. Still making hits. Still in 1883. Trisha Yearwood. Good one. Uh, George, oh, well, George isn't in Nashville. Yeah, George. Uh, but country music. We're talking about country oh, music. Oh, I thought it had to be. Oh, then okay. George. Yeah, yeah George Strait. <laughs> he can't go anywhere. Like, yeah. I mean. If he has on a baseball cap, maybe. Shania. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Number 21. No, no, number 20. Uh, number 20. Dirks Bentley. You said that one. Oh, I did. Number 21. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Oh, okay. There's there Tim he McGraw. is. <laughs> he finally showed He's up. He's like honorable mention. <laughs> Is Taylor Swift in the oh, top no. Taylor. No. Tim McGraw is like a MAC team, a college football team that makes it back into the top 25. They're really good but small. That's just not accurate of what Tim McGraw is. Okay. He's like global superstar. Friday Night Lights. No, I understand. I mean, okay. 1883. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Do people watch 1883? Is that yes, a big show? I do. I like it. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. okay number 22. Trisha Yearwood. Okay. Number 23. Lunchbox. I want to see who falls behind them. Yeah, me too. Number 24. Brad Paisley. This is ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, Brad no, Paisley. I, yes. He's on commercials, guys. Yeah. Okay. He should be way before yes. Lunchbox. And number 25. Uh, just making a resurgence, Faith Hill. 
So because you, she's in that show. You think you're more famous than Brad Paisley and Faith Hill, and then everybody else we didn't mention, like Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Willie. Come on. Yeah, who remembers that guy, right? Yeah. So that you're putting yourself at number 23 on the list. Yeah, 23. I thought I, I nailed the list perfectly. Toby Keith. Him. I mean, he's, he's in good. country music, yeah. like country, country. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that he was popular. What was your criteria here to make the list? I mean, I just looked at like <laughs> I I think about fame and who people would recognize and who people look forward to seeing and Toby Keith. Yeah, in the '90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. but I mean, I feel like Zach on drugs by every name, he's like, what would Zach what Brown? Would they- I mean, come on. Oh yeah, Zach Lady Brown. Lady A. Oh, I mean, no, Lady any A, of no, them. No. Any Lady of A, them. if they go places separately, they don't know who they are. They all got to be together for people to recognize them. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Lynch. <laughs> Come on. No, no, that's not. Just come on. I mean, you're str- you're you're grasping there. Wait. I mean, he's fine. He has songs. He he tours. He gets people to come to his concerts. But yeah. top twenty five, relax. Little Big Town. Nope. Okay. Same thing. They if they're to all, all together. <laughs> yeah, great. But if they're just separately, no one's gonna notice. Are you notice kidding? Them. They're so recognizable. He's not kidding, Amy. Well, he's at number twenty three. Yep. And he is beating out Faith Hill and Brad Paisley. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. People wanted the list. Now you got it. Boom. Okay. And I mean, it can fluctuate. Things happen. You move up, you move down. Will you let us know if How you did do... they move up and move down? Well, you let us know if you move up and move down. I will. Up. I don't care about them because it's his list. I don't... <laughs> yeah. In his list, Sam Hunt's more famous than Dolly Parton. Right. Yeah. Right, and right. to clarify, yes, it's his list. Yes. Nobody helped with this. Nor does anyone agree with this. No. But they... Why, you guys think I should be higher? Did I did I rate myself too low? No. Okay. No. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you, though. Thank you. Thank you. And there you have it. That's Lunchbox's top 25 list of uh, people in country music. They're, uh, at number 23. We should check back like every three months, Mike, and see where he falls on the list. Maybe, he's had, a, maybe he's had a good quarter. Yeah, it fluctuates. And, like and I said. moved up and down. Yeah. All right, here is Luke Combs, who on your list he's at. Luke Combs. Go, go, go. 16. <laughs> go down, 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 he's down, at 16. Yeah. Okay. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Miranda Lambert remembers writing her song, If I Was a Cowboy. I wrote this song with my new friend, Jesse Frazier. We met doing the remix of Tequila Does, and he and I just got together one day for a write, and this is what came out of it. You know, it's funny, he's a Detroit boy, and I'm an East Texan, but somehow we wrote a song about the Wild West together, so it's pretty cool. Mark of Midland shared what kind of people they become when they're performing. It is an extremely heightened sense of yourself. It's not, again, like, I don't think you want to be Jess, Mark, and Cam on stage in Midland at the restaurant. I think that would be obnoxious. Imagine the waiter's just trying to take your order and you got Cameron thrusting his hips at you. Brett Young shared the most important thing for him when it comes to his career. The artistic side of it for me is honesty and authenticity. I don't want to do this if I feel like I'm compromising or jeopardizing integrity at all, ever. I never want to lie to people, but on the business side, it will always come first that my family is taken care of. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Andrew Bertzeloff, he decided to go hiking at the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and it was beautiful, right? So he goes on the trail and goes up the mountain. Then he decides to go off the trail a little bit and explore. Well, here comes a snowstorm out of nowhere. It came down, and you're talking like waist-deep snow. He gets lost. He's disoriented. He starts freaking out. He calls for help. Well, the National Service gets the Black Hawk helicopter, and they're like, let's go look for him. They search for a little bit. They finally find him. They try to land, but there's trees, there's brush, all sorts of stuff, so they can't land. So they send two medics down 
on a rope to get him. They check him out for hypothermia. He's okay. They bring all three of them up. He's rescued. Wow. Crazy. That's pretty cool. You got to feel dumb when you're in the helicopter, though. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be yeah. like you're it's just torn. Like, one, I'm in a helicopter. This is so cool. And also, like, I'm in a helicopter because I did something dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably looks around, looks at all the people that went to work for him, and he's like, oh, crap. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then do you get charged for that? I don't know. Do they send you a bill for rescue? Yes. Like, do, just like if you get an ambulance ride, they charge you. They charge you for a helicopter. And this is a helicopter. But a you Black call Hawk. for the ambulance. Oh, that's a good point. Well, Most he, of the time. He called them and said, I'm lost. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, then <laughs> I got to assume that's a pretty hefty bill. <laughs> But they saved him. So you think on the helicopter, he's asking like, hey, how much did it cost to operate this thing? Can you drop me off here? Yeah, find that right here. <laughs> His life is saved. And isn't yes, that all that matters? That's all that matters. All right, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that was Tell Me Something Good. All right, what words do you hear most in country music? That's the question. They took all the lyrics from all the songs that made the chart in the last 20 years. What word shows up the most? Let's play the Bobby Feud. Eddie, you on the coin toss backstage? Yes, sir. You get to go first. Can you name the most commonly used words in country music? Bones, I have 10 written down here, and I think I may run with this. Okay, go ahead. I may run with this. Here we go. Let's start with whiskey. Show me whiskey. Whiskey's at number four. Okay. Four points for Eddie. Go ahead. Um, and then let's just shift a little bit, a little lighter. Let's go with beer. Show me beer. Number one answer is beer. All right, and where do you do all this? While you're driving those dirt roads. Give me dirt road. Show me dirt road. What? At number six, either back roads or dirt roads. And then Bones, these dirt roads, they're always in my hometown. Give me hometown. Let's go to the board. Hometown. What? No way! He's going to run it. Well, you got three, total of 11 (laughs) points. It's not good. Amy, over to you. These are the words most used in country songs. Truck. Yep. Amy says truck. Show me truck. (laughs) Number two answer. Okay. Hmm. Where do I go next? Like, I don't know. Mama. (laughs) Show me mama. Number nine. Dang <laughs> yes. it. Big one there. Now Amy has 11 points. She's tied it up. Okay. Um, broken heart. Show me uh, heart or broken heart. Oh. oh I have that too, Amy. It's okay. Yeah. All right. So far, beer and trucks were one and two. Whiskey was a four. Back roads or dirt roads was at six. And mama was at nine. Lunchbox, we're over to you. Uh, I say love. What? Love. Show me love. <laughs> all right. There's round one. Eddie. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, I think that while you're drinking, you drink on the tailgate. So give me tailgate. Tailgate. All right. Show me tailgate. You love the bun. Five answers still on the board, Amy. The songs all have these words in country music. What are the words? Dance. Dang it. That's what I just dance? got in my head. Yes, like the dance, the chairs, and about, would you like to have this dance? 
boot, dancing on the tailgate. Dance emoji. Dance. Show me dance. I hope we dance. I mean, I could name tons of dance. Thanks, Ray. Good one. Amy's fighting for it. No, it's not on there. The words that are most commonly used in country music. Lunchbox. I'm, I'm struggling now because I dance. I thought was a home run. Jeez. Uh, Can I just say he named the type of beer? Can I just say drinking? Because they talk about drinking all the time. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> drinking. <laughs> all right. Show me drinking. What? <laughs> Final round. Woo! I just thought of something. <laughs> Like Amy just took some smelling salts. Yeah. Amy, I don't know. <laughs> Eddie, last time, buddy. I mean, I have four left written down. Wow. You have four? I know, but the other two were wrong. So <clears throat> let's see. Okay, okay, okay. How about this, Bones? Sitting here drinking beer, talking God. Oh, Give that's me it. God. That's it. That was my next one. Show me <laughs> God. Oh, oh dang! I had Jesus, God, the Lord. Bones, it's God's all, country. All would have been accepted. Oh, yeah, man, Jesus, God, the Lord would have all been accepted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Okay, so it's my turn. It is. Okay, um, give me, take me for a ride on my big green tractor. Give me tractor. It's not bad, Amy. Why not? Show me tractor. Oh! Yes! The number 10 answer wow! for 10 points. Yes! Oh, that's huge. That's huge. Thank you, Jason Aldean, or anybody else that has a song with Tractor. Right. She thinks my tractor is sexy. Chesney. Yeah. yeah. Amy, there are four answers left on the board. Okay. Guitar. Oh. oh. Guitar, Cadillac, Hillbilly music. Show me guitar. Teardrops. Lunchbox, you can win this, but you got to pretty much run it. Here. I mean, I just got to get one. I just want to get on the board. I, I mean, I am, I, I'm struggling. I am so bad at this one. I only have <laughs> one written down, and it's terrible. What is it? Well, I don't want to go with that one. Uh, right now, it's weather, and that is not good. <laughs> weather? Well, I mean, it runs out of rain. Oh, rain I'm going to go with warm. meteorology. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> we'll go with rain instead of just weather. Rain. Yeah. Rain mm-hmm. is a good thing. Hey, every, every storm runs out of rain. Every uh, storm runs. Doesn't I'll run out of rain. <laughs> so right. I don't know. Show me rain. <laughs> Lunchbox went over. Dang. Oh, uh, before we declare but our winner. are going to run it all. Got I three. thought I was. Your number three answer was boots. Oh, oh my gosh. Of course. Your number five answer was cowboy. Oh. Okay. Yeah, cowboy. At seven was blue jeans. Hmm. I would have got that. And at eight was boats. Boats. There you have it. Amy with 21 points is our winner. Wow. Wow, congratulations, Amy. Glad I beat Mr. Cocky Pants over there. Whoa, whoa. Lunchbox, do you hear what she called you? Bro, you said you were going to run the category. (laughs) You are Mr. Cocky Pants. Hey, come on. I don't like that name. And now time for a segment we call... What's wrong with people? What's What's wrong wrong with with people? people? First up, a man is arrested after allegedly mooning a Delta flight attendant and passengers. He's now looking at a felony charge for intentionally assaulting and intimidating a member of a flight crew and could get 20 years in prison. Oh. You... You can't do that stuff on an airplane. No. Only in a car passing by, right? Well, or a bus. Or, and only if it's an 18-wheeler. <laughs> now, mooning was a thing 20 years ago. It's really not anymore. No. 
still funny in the right circumstance, but no, you shouldn't do this. Especially in a public place, people you don't know, right? We were in a pharmacy drive-thru and an elderly man mooned what? us. And the pharmacist called the police, but I didn't stick around to see what was going to happen. I felt more bad like it was a... A mental thing happening, which I know what it feels like to just hit, hit, you know, rock bottom and do something crazy. But I don't moon because of rock bottom. I no. moon because I of like the day's awesome. Yeah, you're having fun. Like, let's celebrate, baby. Here's my butt. I felt bad because I feel like this this yeah. person was in that How state. Old was but this I mean, man? this was not too. This was like a couple weeks ago. He's elderly. I haven't mooned someone in 20 years. But it used to be a thing. Don't do it anymore. Yeah, no, no. Also, you got to stop doing crazy stuff on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's to the point now where if I get on a flight and nothing happens, I feel let down. <laughs> I mean, every time we read a story, it's about something happening in the air. But yes, this dude could go to jail for that. Wow. Uh, what's wrong with people? What's, what's wrong, wrong with people? people? Here's another one. A woman whose vehicle had become stuck in a snowbank was carjacked by the same person who offered to help her. Oh, no way. The woman in her 60s was offered help by a so-called Good Samaritan at around 9 p.m. Friday. The suspect then carjacked the woman at knife point and fled in the car. (laughs) Luckily, she wasn't hurt. Police located the vehicle with the male driver inside. About 20 minutes later, the suspect entered a nearby house and was taken into custody. Jordan Gary Moore, 20, of Winnipeg, has been charged with the robbery. He remains in custody. What's wrong with people? What's What's wrong wrong with people? people? That's from chrisd.ca. I mean, do you think he was already going to carjack no matter what and this just opportunity came along or yeah, like yes. he just I don't think he saw her and thought no I never thought about carjacking but she's ripe <laughs> I mean if I was ever going to do it let's go yeah. no I do think he was probably looking for okay. for that All right. um, and then finally this is not as somebody doing something dumb in the news but the new Batman movie is going to run three hours no <laughs> what, what's happening would stop making movies this long or make it in two parts or allow an intermission because everyone's bladder can't hold out for three hours. And I hate leaving a movie to go to the bathroom. Because then I never feel like I've truly caught up. It's the longest running time of any solo Batman movie. And one of the longest for a theatrical superhero movie. Avengers Endgame ran three hours, one minute. That felt forever. Yeah. We got to have an intermission if it's over two and a half hours. Or we we can't make them that long. That oh, This is being... This is not allowing old people to watch movies. That's I'm saying irresponsible. It. I'm saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're discriminating against old people because they can't watch this movie because it's three hours long. And by old, I mean me. I'm going to have to pee at some point during this movie. So I'm going to go, uh, what's wrong with people to Robert Pattinson's The Batman for being three hours long? Say it with me. What's wrong with people? What's, what's wrong, wrong with, with people? people? Do you agree with that or no? I don't, I'm not as passionate about it as you are because I probably won't go see that in the theater. I'll watch it at home, and I can use the bathroom whenever I want. Me too, but that's why we're not going to the movies anymore. Dumb decisions like this. <laughs> but they should allow an intermission. How would you feel about a 15-minute intermission in the middle of a movie? That would be great. I think that's problem solved. That way people can stretch their legs. Because what? I mean, you go to a theater show, like a, a play, a performance, there's an intermission, and that's because plays are three hours long. That's right. So we give you a what's wrong with people. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. The story that made me laugh was this kid, almost two years old, was playing with a phone and racked up the Walmart bill for over $2,000. Huh. And it showed a picture of all the things that the kid <laughs> ordered, and he's sitting on top of the boxes. The family didn't realize anything was wrong until the packages started showing up. But I wonder, 
Amy, your kids are older now, so they would know what they were doing with ordering stuff. Stashira would. She's 14, but Stevenson at 11, I still, I don't know that he gets it sometimes. I could see him being in my phone doing something else and being like, oh, okay, let me click this, click this, click that. And next thing you know, we got packages. Because if you click it and it's free, that means it's free. It's like checks <laughs> back when we were right. kids. You just yeah. write numbers on it. Yeah, because, yeah, credit hey, cards are there. I do have it. He's three now, but uh, yes, our phones are on lock. You got to understand. Everything needs a passcode, like all the Amazon stuff, anything needs a login because they're on the phone all the time. We use YouTube kids like, I don't know, 10 times a day just to keep them busy. And so, yeah. You we can don't, see this happening with we, you guys? 100%. <laughs> yeah. So everything's passcoded for sure. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. All right, I have the top five most distracting songs to listen to while you're driving. Okay, Baby Shark. <laughs> no. Catch that on there? No, it's something you might actually be listening to, but a driving school called Pass Me Fast came out with the list. You know what I would put on the list is the song from Nelly. Well, it goes, uh, uh, what's your name? When you met, uh, Shake Your Tail Feather, because it has cop sirens in it. It goes, that's oh, distracting. It's songs with sirens mm-hmm. should not be allowed. I agree. They should pull all sirens. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's all right. Very distracting. Number five. Uh, can't stop Red Hot Chili Peppers. Can't stop I like this song. I they I don't know how they determined it. it had to do with like the, the beat, danceability, I'm into it. stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Number four. Uh, take on me. Aha. Uh-huh. You struggling with how to say their name? Aha. Aha. Yeah. Aha. My. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we just say it different. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Next. <laughs> Empire State of Mind, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Is it because we try to rap and only get like a third of the words right? <laughs> Maybe. All right. The Killers, Mr. Brightside. I'm just not understanding why they're so distracting. Do they list any sort of formula here as why they pick these songs? Yeah, like the energy, like high energy, danceable, like how into it you are when you're driving. Okay. And then at number one, Outcast, Hey Ya. Oh, yeah. Maybe because you take your hands off the wheels to shake it. Mm, you shouldn't do that. The <laughs> Polaroid, you mean? Yeah. Shake it like a Polaroid picture? Maybe. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? All right, there's a new post-marriage trend, and it's called the buddy moon. I've heard about this. There's no chance this is real. This is someone either doing it once and making a story about it or someone just making it up. Well, a poll was done, and nearly half of the people polled responded that they would totally consider a buddy moon. Consider it, not do it. Though. A buddy moon is like not a honeymoon. It's just taking your buddy after you get married. It's terrible. Well, and no, it's not just your buddy. Mm-hmm. No, it's that there's people from the groom side and people from the bride side, and everybody goes on the honeymoon together. No. Who can afford that? Buddy moon. <laughs> Who gets that time <laughs> off work? No chance. Well, they schedule it. I would click yes. I would like to do that too, but I, you actually can't do it. Right. But you and Caitlin, y'all, it was very intimate. Just you and her, y'all went on a trip. That's the point of like going with your new spouse and going somewhere alone to bond and do all the things but this you wouldn't be into this i don't think i could get my i can't get two friends to go with us anywhere anyway (laughs) so i don't know that i would get them to go on a big trip okay well it's just an option in case you're getting married soon or you have a delayed honeymoon make it a buddy moon and lastly if you love 90s country shenandoah announced tour dates for their 35th anniversary tour it's starting in February and is going to run through October, and you can get details at ShenandoahBand.com. No chance you spell Shenandoah right. First try. <laughs> you tough. may get it right, but not the first try. I, I wouldn't either. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll go on a buddy moon to the Shenandoah tour. Oh. We'll just we'll travel around no with chance. them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
Deborah is a handicapped woman that lives in Detroit, and she uses a wheelchair to get around, so she has a ramp down her front porch. Only problem is, last week, some car came tearing through her yard, boom, took out the ramp, and drove off. So she's stuck in her house. The news does a story, and this guy that owns Designer Crafts came by, said, hey, I'm going to build you a new ramp. So he spent a week. She got a whole new ramp, all for free. A car took out the ramp? Crazy. Car took out the ramp, went through her yard, boom, hit the ramp, and kept on driving. Oh, oh man. They don't know who it is. Don't know who it was. Hit and run. What a punk. I'm always interested, though, in the behind the scenes. And it was really cool of you to play a clip of a guy doing work in the shop. Yeah, hammers and yeah. nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that sanding? Yeah, it's good. Yep. I like that. Kind of feels like the elves at Christmas a little bit. <laughs> Working <laughs> hard. Yeah, it's good. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Just a friendly reminder that if you are planning to take your loved one out for Valentine's Day, you probably should book it now. A lot of places are already booked up, but you're going to try to find somewhere to go to dinner, and it's except for 4.30 and 9.45, you're not going to be able to get in. So my encouraging word to you is, if this is your plan, have at it right now, today. As soon as they open at 5 p.m., call and do it. I use an app called Open Table a lot of times. Mm. Uh, but I I have already planned our dinner as far as I booked it. I did give her the option though, would you like me to cook? Hmm. Like and she a, said? I'll cook head to toe, whatever that meant. I just made I said head to toe. I don't, <laughs> what? I don't know if that was a term. Um, and she was like, why don't you cook on a different night? Huh. And I was like, no, 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 this was the one special night. And she was like, you should cook more anyway. And I was like, yeah, have a point. <laughs> so we're gonna go to one of our favorite restaurants on Valentine's night, and then I am still going apparently cook for her one night, head to toe. Oh, yes. But I, I, I said, hey, how about I cook for you head to toe? And she goes, what does that even mean? I said, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day, not the biggest of holidays for most people. But Amy, you and your husband, does I, does he like know Valentine? Does he do Valentine's Day? Well, I guess that would depend if he knows on when it is. And I learned that uh, the other day he does not. And I recorded him. Oh, you have a recording of him. Yes. Wait. wait. First of all, is this illegal? <laughs> if he knows. Secondly, how do you not know when Valentine's Day is, even if you don't celebrate well, it? Well, he does know, but he apparently has a reason why he gets it confused with another day. But our daughter had mentioned something about Valentine's Day, and I was like, oh, you know, Ben, you take this one. And he was like, he turned to me like he wasn't sure if it was the 14th or the 15th. Okay, let me hear the clip. Okay, so you're telling me you don't know if Valentine's Day is on the 14th or the 15th? I know it's on the 14th or the 15th. And so, why, why, why do you not know? Because like, <laughs> no, I feel like that's something my that's... sister's birthday is on one of those, is on the other day. So I was asking because I always get them, I just, I always clump them together. So I don't know. Like, I was just asking off the top of your head, is it on the 14th or the 15th? So that, I don't know, I can start planning stuff. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. It is wild he doesn't know when it is. Though. Yeah. I mean, the sister thing. He should know her birthday at least, right? Well, he knows it's either the 14th <laughs> or the 15th. Because he, he could either together. be, he could either know one of them. Right. Know the other one's the other <laughs> he one. He doesn't know either He doesn't one. know either one of them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, well, it doesn't sound like there'll be a lot planned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just going on a limb here. Not that there has to be. Yeah, okay. it's fine. All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What does garlic do when it gets hot? What does garlic do when it gets hot? It takes its cloves off. <laughs> its cloves off? Did you say cloves? That's yes, funny. cloves. cloves. Okay. 
That was the morning corny. That was a pretty good one. Let's go over and talk to Annie, who is in Oklahoma. Hi, Annie. Hi. I had a story because I heard you guys talking about the swearing slash cussing. Mm-hmm. And I had four unmedicated home births, and my midwife suggested to cuss because certain words and sounds help through the pain. And I cussed like a sailor while giving birth. And I had to apologize after because I felt so bad. And my parents were in the other room, and they were just shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, a, I have a lot of questions here. One, you sure. gave birth with no medicine or painkillers at all. No, I was in our bedroom at home. Four Whoa. times? Yeah. Whoa. Like you did it one time Four and times. decided, I'm going to do this again. Oof. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. I would highly recommend it. You just have to mentally prepare and then be willing to let out a good cuss word if you need it. <laughs> but then did you do it in the bed that you and your husband sleep in? Yes and no. <laughs> the first one I did and the second one I couldn't make it on the bed. I was just standing up. Oof. And then the other two... One was on the bed, and the other one was on the bouncy ball. So a little bit of a different way to do it. You just My body said it needed to do what it needed to do. You had and a baby on a bouncy ball? Did I hear that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. How? She was coming, and she wasn't coming. I had to lean back, but I couldn't move in that moment. She came within two hours of my first contraction. She was here. I have one of those balls. We have a little gym at the house, and I have one of those mm-hmm. balls. Those, like, you do yeah. crunches on. yeah. So is that what you had the baby? One of those like mm-hmm. blue crunches? I did. Yep. Yep. It puts your body in the natural position for gravity to do its job. Now, again, I'm just, I am so uneducated in this because I don't have any kids yet, but I want to ask a couple questions. And if these questions are over the line, just say, Bobby, this question is over the line. No okay. worries. Okay. Are, no you, worries. are you a hippie? No, I am just someone who knows my body and doesn't appreciate needles. Mm-hmm. And the hospital wouldn't let me do what I wanted. Ne- next, so, next question. Does it get easier time two and three and four? Like, do the ba- does the baby just like I don't want to say fall out, but is is the the descent uh, more like whoop. a little more pleasant? <laughs> my first birth took eight hours, and my fourth birth was within two hours. And there was no break between contractions, so they do get faster after you've had one because your body knows what's doing. And so, how does you? your husband feel about you having a baby in the bed that you guys sleep in? I mean, do you put down... Well, he loved it. It was his idea to begin with. He um, actually caught three of the four. Oh. So he actually got to do all the the dirty work, so to speak. Mm. Okay, and do you put down, because as um, I think a lot of parents would know, and as for me, because I wet the bed when I was real young, there is a certain kind of (laughs) sheet you can put on the bed to make sure that the liquid... did you do that right. when you were giving birth? Did well, you put- <laughs> yes, you do prep your mattress uh, weeks before your due date because you never know when your water will break. Or in my case, the first two, it didn't. Um, but you would layer it with a sheet and then put a plastic picnic table cloth on top. Mm-hmm. And then you put your other sheets on top. And then after you're done with puppy pads and all of that, you strip the bed and then your new sheets are already ready to go. And what is your sleep number whenever you're having the, the baby on the bed? <laughs> I don't have a sleep number. Mm, that's where you that's messed up. I think you'd have definitely <laughs> oh. trimmed some time off that. Uh, okay, so you had four kids. I'm just picturing this. You're in your house. 
All the kids came out with no medicine, and you're telling us that by you yelling curse words, it actually helped with the pain. Do I have all that right? It really did. Okay. That is 100% true. Okay. Amy, do you have any questions for her? Yes. I feel like she might also be the type that maybe used a mirror. Oh. Did you? I did not, <gasps> actually. We, <laughs> our room is not very well lit, so we had our headlamp. <laughs> so we gave that to my midwife. <laughs> So we did not, I did not want to see, I am not that kind of person that wants to see everything or whatever, but yeah, no mirrors for me. Okay. You say your room's not well lit. Is it like candlelight, Abe Lincoln style? Like no medicine, no electricity. <laughs> like what? Is, is that what we're talking about here? It's just got one light and we didn't at the time have lamps that helped brighten it up because we like our room somewhat dark. We don't spend a lot of time. I live in a 900 foot square house, square foot house with with me and my husband and our kids. So not a lot of space, and it's an older house, so the lighting's not the best. Wow. And you have four kids. And how old's the oldest now? My oldest just turned eight, and my youngest will be three in March. Are you planning on having any more? I don't think so. We don't have the room for it. Okay. Um, Amy, any final questions? I mean, Annie was just calling in to hop on, but this is she's one of my favorite guests we've had in a long time. This, this is wild. Yeah, Amy. no, I'm thankful. Well, I can give you a lot more information when it comes time for you guys to have babies. Yeah, I don't They're want it right now. I'm Like, I'm pretty tapped out. Yeah. Um, okay. Annie, thank you for the call. I really appreciate that. You're so welcome. Have a great You're day. You're so welcome. Wow, that's Y'all, thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. The, the cursing thing is interesting. I almost said my first curse word in four years this weekend. Ooh, what happened? Oh, uh, sports. No, 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 no. My cursing doesn't come from controlled thinking. And sports gives me controlled thinking. It's sports. When Arkansas loses a game at the last minute, it's the only time I see red and rage. But I don't curse uh, because I'm prepared. If we lose, I'm like, however, we're driving down the interstate. I'm probably doing 83 and a 70, but I'm keeping up with traffic. And I'm in the left lane. And I see a cop go and whip behind Uh us. And I went... I'll save you the syllable, but I didn't finish it. But let's say I went, the word's luck. Let's say I went, luck. Oh. <laughs> I went, I went, luck. And Kayla looks at me like, oh. here it comes. And I went, oh. And she was like, you almost said it. I was like, I know. <laughs> I know. I thought I was getting pulled over. I thought I was getting pulled over. It's coming. It, it, so, but the cop didn't pull me over. I don't know why. He got right behind me, checked, checked the plates or whatever they do, and then slowed down and Pulled back over to the side of the road. I have no idea why I didn't get pulled over. Interesting. I was doing 83. Should have put me in jail. 83 and 70. <laughs> Should have put me in the big house. I don't ever speed. Let's go over and talk to Jim in Bakersfield, who was on the phone. Hey, Jim, what's happening? Good morning, Bobby. Hey, uh, so I was listening to the uh, storyline about the tip, and I think in this case, he's out. He waited too long. Uh, year, years ago, for my mom and dad's 60th, uh, wedding anniversary. There was probably with relatives and family. It's probably about forty-five of us. Uh, and after everything was all said and done, we had dinner and we uh, signed out for the night. We left the staff about a thirty-five hundred dollar tip. Um, and within probably an hour after we got home. They had called us, the restaurant called us and said, hey, you know, did you mean to do this? And we said, yes, we did. Uh, so I think in this instance, you know, if the restaurant had called, that'd be one thing. But he's out the, he's out the money. Uh, the person's probably already spent it. Yeah, I think the fact that it took two weeks to notice 
and that he's emailing us, he's probably going to be okay without it. Yeah. Otherwise, I do think if they're going to shut your water off, you can probably call the restaurant and say it was an accident. But that's probably not what's happening here. But even then, that you still might not get it I back. Know. Yeah. I know. Hey, thanks for the call, Jim. Appreciate that. A company that does lingerie for women is doing uh, lace underwear for men. Ha! I, a- Amy. I, I don't really know if I have words. I, I don't know what, who is this for? Men. But, it, you know. Men. I, like, so men Just would men. say Just, sometimes the uh, lingerie. I mean, the lingerie can be for the woman or the man. Like, it yeah. can make you feel a certain way and confident and all the things. I never feel certain ways or confident. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something I can wear that makes me feel certain ways and confident? Maybe this. Wow. Maybe. Give the cost shot, is buddy. around $35. Many stylish colors, they say. The material used is an original men's lace, which provides improved stretch and strength. Oh. The lace itself features a large floral pattern, elegantly finished with images of leaves and motifs. So here's the thing. I don't think they should approach this the same way they approach lace with women. Yeah. It's not about flowers and leaves. It's if you're going to appeal to men, it's footballs and hammers. Yeah, motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, that should be what the shapes are. They did say men's lace. <laughs> men's yeah, lace. But I don't the, again, it says again, original men's lace features floral patterns. Right. No, we, no that's not what we yeah. want. We no. want soccer balls. And Sonic hamburgers. Like, if it had a Dallas Cowboys star on it, yes. I'd be down to do this. It would make us... <laughs> okay, y'all would wear lacy underwear as Possibly. long as it had, like, you know, your things I'm not, on it. We're not saying we would. We, we're saying there's a better chance of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, with the flowers, there's no chance. I don't know if lace even feels good. Uh-huh. So, I, mean, I bet it breathes. Try it out. Order a pair, spin the wheel. <laughs> order a pair, then someone... Oh, Here's gosh. what we do. Here's what we do. No, Amy. Here's what we do. Sorry. We put all the dudes on the wheel. Oh, come on, man. We spin it. Oh. It it lands on them, and then we know the size we need to order. And then we order it, and the person's got to wear them for three days. I think they count packs of three. Okay. But not like model in it or anything. Just wear it and review it. Wait, yeah. Ooh, ooh. And you have to like surprise your significant other with it. No, she will It won't be a surprise because we've talked about it publicly now. We played a game. Oh. Well, they don't always listen. No, my, Caitlin never listens, but it pops up on Instagram sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, if we keep the club off Instagram, which <laughs> it could possibly be a surprise. So that's what we should do. We should spin the wheel, maybe later in the show. Okay. Ray, you good with this? You mean y'all are Yeah, my wife's going to hate it. All yeah, this... my wife will throw up. Are y'all different sure. sizes? Uh, yeah, a yeah, little bit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Probably a little bigger. Oh, okay. What? Okay, assign sizes to us. Well, yeah. I no, I don't want to. Assi- I mean, I'm sure. No, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Sometimes it's what size stretchy. underwear would we all wear? You could all wear me, me, a medium. Me. You could all wear a medium. No, no, no. Let's talk about it. Me. What size would I wear? <laughs> a medium. What size would Eddie wear? A medium. Hey, okay, you're not playing snug, the game. Snug medium. You're not playing the game. Eddie's not. Eddie's narrow. Yeah, man, I'm narrow. <laughs> Listen to her. <laughs> Do you ever want to be called narrow? Like fit, I don't know. alike. <laughs> In shape, thin, that's okay, but well, narrow, narrow feels like the weirdest. Because I don't like commenting on people's bodies, but I think he's narrow. But you started it by going, we're all the same size. That's I just started it bodies. by being like, we don't have to spin the wheel to wait to order. Okay, let's get the wheel ready. We'll oh. do it after the news oh. next hour. Just the dudes, though, okay? Mike D in this? Yeah, why would he not be? I feel okay, like Scuba wants to wear this. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's one of those weird dudes that wear this, no problem. Elon Musk has a company called Neuralink which aims to treat people with neurological diseases and afflictions like paralysis and put the chip in their brain and help them. Now, some people have volunteered to have that chip put in their brain just to be smarter because he thinks he can do it. Now, I think the idea of 
being able to fix cure paralysis is amazing. Yeah. And if that were me, I would go probably, I don't know, probably go for it. But your brain, that's that's as hardcore as it gets. I know, because like, what if like one little thing goes wrong? And when you start doing this, when you very first start, there are things that are going to go wrong. The company is hiring for a clinical trial director who will be working on humans. They have done studies in monkeys and pigs. They've talked about being able to download memories, not just in your brain, but in robots and stuff too. Like they could what? put all your memories in a robot. Whoa. You can be like, so weird. Chucky, what did I do? May 3rd, 1993. I'm glad you asked. You got beat up that day, Bobby. Oh, crap. <laughs> Crazy. So, but a robot could have all of it too. My question is, if they came to you and said, hey, we feel pretty good about this. Would you do a test for us and let us put the chip in your brain? Probably, yes. <gasps> Whoa! You went yes? Yeah. Wow. I-, I thought I was going to put some money in it. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. You would do this? I, yes. I, I, yes. It's Elon Musk. I feel like. You, and you, they've already tested on monkeys and pigs. So. <laughs> the pig doesn't help me. <laughs> no, not Like really. the monkey does pigs a little bit. Pigs are very smart. No, no, I get it. But I don't feel like pigs are even shaped like us. <laughs> And I so, know, but their if brain. you're not shaped like us, I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work it's on brain. us. No, I know. I still okay. need the body to somewhat be shaped like us. But you'd, you'd go forth. I think I would go forth. Uh, what, what about you? No, not right now. Really? Yeah. Huh. you yeah, wait yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Well, see, but we, we need people to, to do it, though. You think you're an astronaut, Neil Armstrong? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You need people to go to the moon, take the first step? <laughs> no, that's totally different than this. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised you said yes at this. However, this will probably be something that's normal in 20 years. Yeah. I'm just, you know, uh, what do they call that? Trendsetter. I don't know if that's a trendsetter. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to have self-driving cars sooner than later. And we're going to have chips either in our brain or they will be able to pull things out of us and store it somewhere. It also that, sounds like we're going to be going to space a lot more often. Too. I think, too, if you want my personal opinion, ask me for it. What's uh, your personal, personal opinion, opinion, Bones? My personal opinion is that we just missed out on living really long. Like, we're going to be one of the last oh. people th- that die in their 70s, 80s, 90s. Like, three generations from now, they'll be living to 140, 150. They're, they're, they're figuring it out so fast. Wow. Like, we just lucked out. Well, that doesn't make me feel way. good. I guess lucked out. Yeah, we just <laughs> missed out. We just missed out on being yeah. able to, because they're figuring it out right uh, as we die. Uh. And you can't, I was reading a story yesterday about people that are, like Walt Disney, they say, who preserved himself, you know, with the, the cryo. Mm-hmm. Or, I, something like that. Froze yeah. their brains or something. Yes. Yeah. And so the problem with that is you have to fr- freeze yourself while you're alive. Oh. Because if you die, they don't know or think they can bring something dead back, but they think they could probably figure out how to freeze you while you're alive and thaw you out. So it's you having to declare, all right, I know I'm alive, but let's go because I want to have a shot at this. Yeah, but it's kind of like when I move chicken from the refrigerator to the freezer Mm -hmm. by the expiration date. As long as you put it in the freezer before the expiration date that's or exactly day it. of, your chicken. That's the analogy. It will, it will be frozen. Interesting. So you just kind of have to, you know, if yeah. you're older, you have to be like, okay, I'm probably about to expire in a few days, so I'm just going ahead and throw myself in. It's like people who ask for forgiveness from the Lord right when they're dying. Yeah. I don't know. You better do it quick. <laughs> yeah, because you're about to expire. You better do it quick before you die. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that you said yes on the Elon Musk thing. You, yeah. you of all people. Why? You're just not someone I see who is interested in that. I feel like you just like to live your life, be happy, and die. 
Yeah, but I mean, I think if there's certain things, like I, I just know how th- if there's a little thing they can put in my brain that'll alter it to make my body start doing other things that like Why did I had robot lost hands the ability. Amy <laughs> started walking like a robot with her arms. Well, I don't it. know where I have, like, I don't know if it could be a vision thing or like, my arm might not be working the way that it was. For paralysis, I think it's awesome. It. Totally. Yes. But you know, it's going to eventually uh, linger over to the normal human mm-hmm. part and we just want to be smarter. Someone's like, I want to go on Jeopardy. Go ahead, Elon. Put it in <laughs> Chip there. Chip me. Yeah. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Man, I love this story. This guy's name is Brian DeLallo. He's a football coach at Bethel Park High School in Pennsylvania. He was watching the weather and realized that his team's weightlifting workout would not be able to go on a schedule because of the snow. And we had massive snow here, too. And this happened around the same time. But anticipating the heavy snowfall, he sent out a message that said, hey, Uh, The team's workout is going to be canceled, but you're not off the hook. He said, take your shovel, find an elderly or disabled neighbor, and shovel their driveway. Don't accept any money. That's our workout for the day. You don't even have to leave the house. The players all did that. They hit the pavement. They helped their neighbors. Dozens of residents took them up on their offer, too, especially a lot of older people who couldn't shovel their driveways. And then I started to see the coach all over the news. He wasn't doing it to be on the news, but I thought it was pretty cool. He was like, this is the workout. It's awesome. My workout, I put, I put a little salt on the porch. <laughs> hey, those bags are heavy, though. I poured a little salt out there, and I was like, oh, I'm exhausted. Uh, shout out to Brian DeLallo in Pittsburgh, though. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, are we ready? Loud as you can, right here. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. Just a few months ago, our iHeartCountry Festival took over Austin, Texas. Y'all ready for this? And now, we're getting ready to do it all over again. It's time to get ready for our 2022 iHeartCountry Festival, presented by Capital One. The iHeartCountry Festival. And the lineup is as massive as ever. Saturday, May 7th, we're going to make history as one of the very first events to take place at Austin's brand new state-of-the-art arena, the Moody Center. And we're set to kick it off with a bang. Don't miss this show, including country superstars Thomas Rhett. Carrie Underwood. Zach Brown Band. We're all in Marin Morris. Dustin Lynch. Jimmy Allen. Scotty McCreary this is Cody Johnson And more And you probably know by now We'll have some very special surprises for you too Let's have a little party tonight Austin We would love to see you there Don't miss the Capital One Cardholder pre-sale Starting Tuesday, February 1st at 10am Central uh-huh, how we Capital One Cardholders get tickets And access to exclusive opportunities Before anyone else for 48 hours only Or before pre-sale tickets are gone Visit iHeartRadio.com slash Capital One for more info. And we'll have chance after chance for you to win your way there before you can even buy tickets. Chances to win through Monday, May 31st. Woo! Loud music, y'all. Feels good. The countdown is officially on. Our 2022 iHeartCountry Festival presented by Capital One. Thank you so much, iHeartHeaven. We'll see you in Austin, y'all. All right, there you have it. I just saw, uh, I was tagged. I'm posting it. I didn't know. <laughs> I just found out. <laughs> no one ever said, will you host this one? I literally just saw I was hosting it. Oh. So there you have it. 
All right. They just assume, <laughs> you know? Like- I guess. I mean, I'm telling you, I was like, oh, no, I'm voicing it, and I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> and usually they're like, hey, will you host it? Because there's a lot of things. And I look, and I'm being tagged, and it goes, hosted by Bobby Bones. Oh. Huh. So I guess well. I will be hosting it. So voila. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. So we were talking about Adele yesterday and how her show was postponed and like, oh, it's COVID. And I was like, you can't do something for the people that flew all the way across the country. You cancel it one day before. And I got a little pushback from people going, don't be rude. It's COVID. Well, now sources are saying it's because of disputes. It's not because of COVID. I knew something seemed fishy about this. Why would you cut it a day before? And if you do cut it the day before, a lot of people paid a lot of money to get over there. Refund them their plane tickets. Have a little acoustic show. So who's saying this? Well, Adele says her Vegas residency was postponed because of a massive COVID outbreak in her crew. But multiple sources connected to Caesars Palace claimed the real reason is because Adele's displeased with the production. TMZ sources say Adele was unhappy with various set pieces, a choir, the sound system, and other items associated with the show. Several sources say they could not satisfy her production demands. And I understand. And I understand you should have demands. And you should have a show that you want to be exactly as you deem fit for you, but you can't wait till the day before. You know before the day. That's my only beef is there are a lot of people that pay good money to get over there that just got there, and they were in an Uber going to the hotel. They're in their hotel, and it's Adele going, I'm sorry, I can't do the show. Oh, I just feel bad. You know what? I'm still a man of the people. That's what this teaches me. <laughs> I'm still a man of the people, and I'm upset for those people. People at Caesars were shocked when Adele canceled the last minute. at the last minute. Crews have been hard at work on every aspect. That is from TMZ. So there's that update. 55-year-old Laura Spears of Oakland County, which is in Michigan, told Michigan Lottery officials that she bought a ticket for the December 31st Mega Millions at MichiganLottery.com. A few days later, she was looking for a missing email from someone, so she checked the spam folder. She saw an email saying, hey, you won the prize. So she logged into the account and won $3 million <laughs> in wow. her spam email wow. in her, that she just happened to be searching through. <laughs> Crazy. The winner said her prize money will allow her to plan an early retirement. That is from UPI.com. Here's a story that I've seen in a couple places. And at first, I didn't talk about it because I was like, you know, I wasn't in the mood to talk about something dark like this. But let's just have the conversation. A Texas woman is now out on bond after sheriff's deputies say she tried to purchase another woman's child while waiting in a checkout line at Walmart. Have you heard the story? I have, okay. yeah. 49-year-old Rebecca Taylor came up to the woman and the woman had her shopping cart. They were in the checkout line. The woman's cart had two children inside it at the time. Taylor started to make comments about one of the women's two children before allegedly asking if she could buy him for $250,000. What on earth? The mother refused her offer and Taylor pressed further. She increased the offer to $500,000 and allegedly threatened to just take the infant. This is according to Harris County Sheriff's Office. Deputies said the mother still refused and was able to leave the store with her children safely. Then she notified authorities of what had happened. Taylor, Rebecca Taylor I was talking about, was arrested and charged with sale or purchase of a child, a third-degree felony in Texas. That is from KSAT. Now, I want to ask you, if you were in a store, because I would just assume this was a joke. If somebody came up and said, I want to buy your kid, Hmm. I would assume that was a joke. Yeah, I would think like... Or they're on the drunk. Yes, like mentally something's off. They're Mm -hmm. not serious. Uh, Yeah, that would be my first... 
And that would be my first thought. But then I would have to know that stuff like this actually does happen and it's better to report it than to not and hopefully prevent it from actually happening. I agree on it happens way more than we know it. I think I saw something yesterday that said that there are more humans being trafficked today in America than there than back whenever slavery was legal. Wow. Yeah, and they're seeing numbers. I actually, January's Human Trafficking Awareness Month, so I'm having um, an organization, The Refuge Ranch, on my podcast this week, and I did the interview yesterday, and I, I it's just like, you would be shocked to know how much of it. A lot of people think even the kids that are being trafficked are coming from other countries, but it's not, and some of them are from loving families. The kids are just groomed, and then they they disappear with the person they know that's trafficking them. Why this story was surprising to me is most of the times when this makes the news, it's like it's some truck stop and it's some shady looking characters with, it just doesn't feel like someone goes up and orders, uh, offers a quarter million or half a million dollars for a kid in a Walmart. Like in the checkout line. Yeah. Like that's, it's the only story I've seen like that where a big amount of money was being offered in just a normal place. And then it escalated quickly to like, I'm going to offer you money, which obviously if you care about your child, you're going to be like, no, 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 to, okay, fine, I'm just going to take your child, which is scary. I would have just thought they were on drugs or something. Yeah. And so I, I didn't bring it up because it is kind of ugh, yeah. feeling to talk about it. However, it is. this is a real thing happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way and- more than we know. Even the people that know are like, we probably still have no idea how... How rampant this is. Very correct. And also they say during the pandemic, things were getting so bad, but numbers were actually down because cases weren't being reported because the number one way that they find out of things is like through teachers who know how to look for signs um, in kids at school and they weren't, they didn't, kids were at home and they were online more. And so anyway, now that kids are resuming school and normal activities, numbers are rising back up. But the numbers were still high. The just reports were low. All right, that's the news. Close it up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. All right, let's go over. I would like to talk to Rick in Arkansas. Rick, welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, so I kind of want to touch base on the uh, men's lace underwear. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Really, what, what are we doing, guys? How, yeah. how are you going to be a man's man wearing lace underwear? I agree. Uh, I, I agree with you. I didn't say we wanted to do this. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do yeah. this. I think I'm embarrassed if already. we're putting something on the wheel, we don't want to do uh-uh. it. So are you talking about us or are you talking about society? No, just society. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. Ooh, yeah, good. good. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, can you picture, you, you know, you go on a date, you're with a man's man, not any of you guys, I would assume, but... You know, the ladies, they go on a date, he's a man's man, they get to the bedroom and poof, flowery laced underwear. Where do you go with that? Well, what if we normalized men <laughs> wanting to wear more comfortable things? Good luck with that. You should. Mm. I don't know it. that this is going to be comfortable. We're going to find out. Someone's going to find out. We yeah. have, next segment, we'll bring the wheel oh. in. Oh, what happened about 25 minutes ago was we read a story about how they're making men's lace underwear now. And you can order like a three pack for 35 bucks. And I don't know what it feels like to wear lace. And I asked if anyone on the show would like, and no one wanted to do this. So we're going to spin the wheel. And I believe it comes in packs of three. So whomever loses has to wear it over three. Oh, wow. I'm looking at I mean, it's frilly lace. Yeah. Yeah. Mike has got a picture up of it. Oh, man. It's like see-through on the back it's side. It's frilly lace. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. disgusting, man. How long until we get this in, Mike, if we order it? 
Oh, they're out of stock. That's okay. Hey. Well, we'll spin the wheel and we'll wait for it. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, Rick. As you can hear, none of us want to wear it. But I mean, out of stock has to say something. Hey, it's pro- they, they probably made like the 10. person who gets it is secretly like, oh, I, I hate it. <laughs> and they're ordering more. <laughs> Missy in New York, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. Missy, how's it going? Um, it's going just fine. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. <laughs> I find that so funny. What's going on with you? Bye. Well, my thought is the the bit about the lace underwear, it comes in a pack of three. And Amy said that all three of you guys are pretty much the same size. So why don't you all three wear them? We're not the same size, though. Amy just didn't want to comment on people's bodies. Interesting. She did, then she pulled back real quick. It's it's stretchy. Great. It can fit. Who's people. a large? I mean, Scuba, comfortably, probably Eddie, a large. Comfortably. Maybe lunchbox. Really? Comfortably. I could, and I could go big, small, or medium. Like a big, small, or medium. Mm-hmm. So we're just... Gonna, I don't like to... <laughs> what in the... A big, small? Yeah. What? What is it's that like one? t-shirts. If there's, I can wear small t-shirts as long as they're on the larger side of small. Like Same as underwear? Yeah, if I have to. Really? Yeah. If I have to. Okay. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's oh, spin the wheel. Oh, Whomever oh, it lands on, we'll order the box of three lacies. They'll have to wear them for three days in a row. And they have flowers on them, you said? They do. Do we need another practice spin? Nope. Here oh. we go. Let's spin, spin that wheel! Oh, come on. Come on. It's come all on. the guys on the show. Oh! On a wheel. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can't do oh, this. no. Oh, no. Can't do it. Eddie. Yes! <laughs> oh! By one ring! Eddie! Eddie! Oh. I mean, it was meant to be because... My wife is going to kill you. Oh. I, I, why? It's gonna Why? She doesn't want to see me in lingerie. You never know. So did she see But, but has she seen you before? Yeah. And no. now you know that. No. Then how long have you been married? 16 years. Maybe this is just a spark to, yeah. to bring the fire back. This is not good, dude. So or we'll order them. Oh, my gosh. We have no idea when they're going to come in because <laughs> they're out of stock right now. But as soon as they're here, what size you want, buddy? Large? Let's go large. Comfortable large. You want small, large, or big, large? No, so, yeah, smaller, large, smaller, smaller, large. Yeah, <laughs> this is not good. All right, so Eddie lost. <laughs> nice job, Eddie. Oh, I was only one spot away from that. <laughs> yes. All right, here are your top songs in country music so this stupid. week. At number three, Morgan Wallen, "Sand in My Boots." Something about the way she kissed me tells me she loves Chris Stapleton at number two with "You Should Probably Leave." Yeah, you should probably leave. And the number one song this week is from Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan, By Dirt. By Dirt, find the one you can't live without. Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground. Do what you love, but call it work. And throw a little money in the place. So congratulations to Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan. The number one pop song, Glass Animals, Heat Waves. Sometimes all I think about is you. Late night in the middle of June. Heat waves been freaking me that's a good one, huh? So good. That's a good one. Those are your biggest songs. You can now get your ice cream with vodka in it. Oh. Would you eat ice cream? Let's say all the girls were going out. You're like, let's get crazy tonight. I Would, mean, sure. I'd try it. Could you get drunk through ice cream? I don't. I, I guess you. if vodka. I don't know how much vodka they're putting in there. A company has created a vodka-infused ice cream. 
The new line of frozen dessert from Arctic Buzz includes six flavors. They list them off. They have two times the alcohol content of typ- typical beer. Oh, oh man. So okay. 8.6 to 8.9%. They cost about five bucks each. You can't buy it online, but because it's alcohol. Uh huh. But it'll show you the states and locations so you can go find it. Okay, well then, so yeah. You probably so what we're going to do is we're going to spin the wheel on the person I see 20 of these. Well, that's fine. Oh, oh 20. Oh, no, <laughs> but would you get, that way you could eat ice cream and no one know you're drinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, you and all the kids could eat ice cream. So sneaky. And you're having vodka ice cream. <laughs> Mommy's ice cream. <laughs> yeah, and then your kids. Until you're gone and they eat it by yeah. accident. And then you're like, oh, uh-huh. shoot. <laughs> Okay, before you get on the stage, Eddie, I want yeah. you to listen to this clip. Okay. Because we're going to see if this technique works for falling asleep in two minutes. Here's the TikTok audio. First, you need to calm your body and systematically relax and shut down each part of your body from head to toe, literally. Start by relaxing the muscles in your forehead. Relax your eyes, your cheeks, your jaw, and focus on your breathing. Imagine this warm sensation going from your head all the way down to your fingertips. Now take a deep breath and slowly exhale, relaxing your chest, your stomach, down to your thighs, knees, legs, and feet. At any time when you start thinking of anything else or you start getting distracted, repeat these words for 10 seconds. Don't think. Don't think. Okay. (laughs) Are you going to be doing the talking though? I'll walk you through it. Thank you. I like your voice better. Oh, so. I found his to be soothing. Nah. I did feel like the calm app a little bit, yeah. that guy. <laughs> do you have headphones? I do. I'm okay. listening. Eddie's right, going to walk go. over to the stage. Now, this is a... Oh, that microphone's so loud. It's like hissing. This is a military technique. Eddie is on the ground. Got to relax a little bit. Can you turn him down a little bit? All right, Eddie, you down? I'm down. Should we turn the lights down a little bit? Oh, yes, because they're bright. But don't you have to be... Isn't it like... What? Well, I don't know. Just like any condition, you should be able to fall asleep. Okay. Eddie, can you hear me? Yes. Why are you talking? Can you give me some? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to relax a little bit. Can you Sensual. give me some sort of slow music, please? All right, Eddie. No, you guys can't. We got two minutes here. From, I'm going to talk to you for 20 seconds and the timer starts, okay? If people are driving, they should not follow along. I don't think they are. You have to lay down to be able to do this. Oh. Yeah, here we go. Eddie, are you down? Yeah, the lights are still up. We can't go all the way dark. Then we can't uh, see you on camera. Okay. All right. Close your eyes. Relax your forehead. Relax your nose. Relax your lips and chin. Relax your chest. Feel a warm light coming through the top of your head down through your feet. Your legs are now relaxed. Let all the energy flow out of the bottom of your feet. There are a lot of thoughts racing through your head, but now think nothing. Literally think nothing. As images try to come into your head, just push them out. Your breaths are getting deeper. Your chest is becoming more relaxed. Any tension is falling out of your face and your cheeks. Think nothing. Your breaths are getting longer. What? 
Is that for real? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not for real. No. I don't know. You had me for a second. You had me for a second. Dude, dude, everything you were saying, it was the opposite. You're like, think nothing. I can't stop thinking, Bones. You're like, your chest is relaxing. No, it's not. It's getting tighter. <laughs> All right. Well, you'd never make it in the military, buddy. No, no. I thought for a second he fell asleep. We all looked at each other in the room like, is this yeah. real or is this fake? I know. I'm... That was funny. And do you really snore like that? Because no, that would be terrible. I have, I have no idea. Maybe. You would know if you snore. Yeah. Do you, Who, you no, snore? Somebody has to tell Your me. Your wife would tell you if you somebody, snore. I mean, she ne- doesn't say that I snore. It's not like I'm a loud snore or anything. Do you think that could work, though, if you're at home yeah. in bed? Oh, yeah. And honestly, I think I needed someone other than you. Why? I did great. Yeah, you know, you did great, Thank but you. it's just all I, was I hear myself is, fall asleep. All I hear is you going like, "Was that too sexy? Is that probably what it was?" Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, too, like you talking like that weirded me out. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk to uh, Brittany in Oklahoma, who is on the phone. <laughs> uh, Brittany, you're on the show. What's going on? Oh my gosh! Good morning, studio. Morning. Um, I just wanted to say I know you've been looking for. Your youngest listeners, I'm 20. Nice. What is she, number four? Yeah, four. Four or five? Four or five. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. What else would you like to say? Yes. Um, I just love your show. Thank you. Where do you I'm so nervous right Where do you now? live in? Oh, that's okay. Don't be nervous. Where do you live in Oklahoma? Um, I'm from Pryor. I'm kind of by Tulsa. Well, if you're nervous, all right, remove all thoughts. Let your... Yeah. <laughs> I was like listening. I was like, man, I might fall asleep. <laughs> Did you think Eddie was really asleep for a second or no? Um, I would have been. I He could have been for a second. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought That's so. That snoring good, yeah, you guys? We got yeah. It. yeah, we got it. All right, well, Brittany, thank you for the call. I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you, you too. All right, bye-bye. Uh, let's go over and talk to uh, Lacey in Fort Campbell. Lacey, what's going on? Hey, so I was just calling in about the uh, military sleeping technique. Yeah. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with meditation. I think it's just that we're so used and abused and exhausted that we can fall asleep anywhere, anytime. Well, maybe we do that on tomorrow's show. Let's use, abuse, and exhaust Eddie and then just see if he'll fall asleep. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Have a great day. Thanks for serving. You too. All Bye. Right, see you later. Uh, let's do Savannah in Arizona, who's on the phone. Hi, Savannah. How are you? Good. How are you? Morning, studio. Morning. Um, so I just had a little tell me something good. Um, personal tell me something good. All right. Um, my husband is a semi-truck driver. He drives an 18-wheeler for a living. Um, military vet, but now he drives an 18-wheeler. And yesterday, unfortunately, he got into a car accident. Another car hit him head on. And he was about four or five hours away from our house. And I have a three-year-old and a seven-year-old I have to take to school every morning. And the Arizona State Trooper that stopped at his accident um, drove him two and a half hours closer to me even though he lived four hours in the opposite direction. Wow. How is your husband, by the way? Um, he's at home right now. He's pretty sore. He's actually, I'm going to make him go in and get checked out again today. Um, he got checked out by EMTs on site. No serious injuries, but he's pretty hurting today. Do you remember the police officer who helped him? Do you remember his name? Um, I know he said it was Smith. That's all he could really remember. Oh, boy. 
I have a picture Pops of my husband Smith. with him. Um, I could send to the show if you'd like. There's a lot of Smiths out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure, I'll put you on hold. And I, mean, I don't know. Does the officer want his picture put up? That's the only thing yeah, that, I, that I wonder about. But I'll put you on hold. And we'll let you talk to Abby. And we'll organize that. And if the police officer would like to be featured, we'd be happy to feature him. Officer Smith. Okay. You know who yeah, you are. You, there, yeah. call us. <laughs> officer Smith. You, you did it. It's like the most common <laughs> there's, name. There's a lot of those. All right, thank you guys for hanging out. Call us if you want questions or comments. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Cape Coral, Florida. A 28-year-old man was eating at Waffle House. His bacon came out, and it wasn't crispy enough. So he gets mad, slams the bacon down, takes off his shirt. You need to cook the blanking bacon right. Yeah. They called police, and he was arrested. And charged with public intoxication. Yeah, he's drunk, obviously. Sure. <laughs> or just very passionate about bacon. I mean, it needs to be crispy, It does right? have to be just right. Yeah. Wait, so how do you prefer your bacon, though? Baked in the oven. <laughs> th- at- what? I just meant, like, how crispy versus how... Wait, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, oven-baked versus pan-fried is way better, and it's also less mess to clean up. And you got to do it at 400 for 15 and a half minutes. Okay, Eddie? Uh, I'm just going to keep it simple, Bones. I want it crispy. Very crispy. See, I like it... If, if crispy, if, if really crispy is at 10, I like mine at like a four and a half. Oh. Yeah. A little soggy? Yeah, a little soggy. Huh. A little, uh, yeah. Like soggy in the middle, crispy on the ends? I don't need crispy at all. Oh. <laughs> I don't okay. need crispy at all. Not Ew. really. Also, the guy took his shirt off, which is how you would know he was drunk. Yes. That's the first thing a drunk guy does, right? Sure. Take his shirt off. He wanted to fight. Over bacon. <laughs> yes. All right, thank you. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Whenever I was playing football in junior high, we had, it was like Axe body spray, but it was just deodorant in a can, like aerosol cans. And what you would do, and I never did this because I just wasn't tough, but the kids, you'd see how long you could spray it on yourself until it burnt you. Dumb. It was a TikTok dumb trend before we had TikTok. For some reason, we started doing (laughs) it. But it would like freeze the skin until it burned. Well, there was a kid who was doing this with Axe body spray now, and he lost his nipples because they basically broke off. Oh, my gosh. Because he fro- yeah. That's awful. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Huh. He, he was spraying and feeling like nothing had happened. He was like, man, that's so cold. And then he went to his next class because he was doing it at school. And he was bleeding through his shirt. And he was like, yeah. And he flicked his nipple and oh. it broke oh. off. Okay. Nipple broke off because he froze it. Oh. That's crazy. What, the only thing I can picture is like your hair freezing. Yeah. You could break off like a piece of hair if you've been outside a long time. When I was doing Breaking Bobby Bones, we were in like northern Iowa in the middle of winter, and I had little hairs breaking off because wow. they had frozen. Wow. But a nipple? <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. He you flicked imagine? it. That's he crazy. flicked a nipple and it broke off. <laughs> the nippleless boy told everyone what happened and described it as having a wart removed. Yeah, freeze yeah, it. That's what I was thinking. Now it's just raw, exposed skin. Oh, wow. It's from the mirror. But how is he. Okay, why do you guys have nipples anyway, right? (laughs) That's a good question. I have nipples. Can you milk me? (laughs) They say we can feed babies. They say it's possible. Yeah, we tried that once. We tried that once. I brought in my sister's um, milk maker. What's that called? The pump. pump. The breast breast pump. And we put it Our old producer, Carlos, tried to milk himself. And nothing came out? Nope. Okay. No, we even had him think maternal things, too. Yeah. Like, come on, man, focus. Like, you have to save a baby. Like, come on, man. This is the only chance for this baby to eat. Um, okay, thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. And until Wednesday, goodbye, friends. This is...
The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.